Amen? Amen. So, this morning, it'll be a little bit of a continuation of, of last week, I think. And I hope you'll see it that way. I hope the communication last week was well and Holy Spirit deposited something in your heart as He deposited in mine. So last week you'll know that um, we talked about the covenant and how Jesus makes all things new. And in fact, Revelation 21.5, And He who sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. Some of the other scriptures, just to bring it refreshing, a refreshment to our minds, 2 Corinthians 4.16, Therefore we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. Now remember context. You know, last week being the first message um, in the new year, and uh, use the example of, you know, most people make New Year's resolutions. They want to change something, do something, um, make a resolution as it relates to pr- making themselves better. Better, better quality of life issues as it relates to health and weight and exercise and things of that nature. Amen? Okay, so now, uh, remember the premise. Let's, we're, in this, uh, we're in this covenant with God. And God is making us new. And He is he's recreating us or re, renewing us in the purpose and the plan that He called us to, which is our best life, the best quality of life that we can have. The one that the Creator uh, made us for. Amen? Amen. Amen. So, Remember also in Ephesians 4, 21, uh, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off the, uh, concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. This, we have to have this frame of mind. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, the proverb says. We have to have this renewed. But we have to have this truth revealed to us. Our mind can only be renewed. Our mind has to be renewed according to the truth that is in Jesus. Amen? And remember the example that we used out of Luke 24 last week. Those two disciples that were on the road to Emmaus, they had an encounter with Jesus not knowing full, fully who he was. And then he let them see. He opened up their hearts. And remember, then our hearts burned within us when he opened up the scripture to us, when he revealed this truth to us. Are you with me? Okay, so now we're all jumping off the same platform, as it were. Amen? So, so today we'll begin in Colossians chapter 3, beginning verse 8. Now, I do want to encourage some of you. I see you're flipping Bible pages, and I think that's an awesome thing. You've got some page notes. But then I also want to uh, encourage those who may be listening, either live stream or uh, by re- recording, uh, if you would, we're going to, I want to encourage you to get your Bible. I'm going to do a little bit of reading this morning, and I want to encourage you to read along so you do not get bored and you truly follow what it is that the Lord is speaking to us. Okay? I'm not going to read this whole message. I'm not going to recite all the scripture. I'll preach. But it's important that you see what the word of the Lord says, not what the word of Tony says. Amen? Amen. Okay, so now beginning in uh, Colossians chapter 3, verse 8. But now you yourselves are to put off these things, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another since you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man who is renewed, there you go, who is renewed in knowledge and according to the image of him who created him. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcised nor uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, uh, slave or free, but Christ is all and in all. My brothers and sisters, um, you know, I, I can't preach this message to you today. Um, and I, and I want to say to you, first of all, God had already started working this message in me before uh, the events of this week, what happened in Washington. 
but I cannot emphasize more some of the same things that I've repeating, been repeating over and over again, and, and for some of you who've been with me long uh, since 2012. The enemy of our soul is trying to separate us and divide us. I'm saying to you, I'm not pro or against or whatever for this party, that group, this group, that group. I'm for Christ. I'm for Christ. That's it. And I'm for His kingdom. His kingdom. Okay? So now, we ha- as Christians, I want to say, when, when, we, when I read something like this, I, I, I'm telling you that God is speaking to us today. There's no difference where there's neither Greek nor Jew, circumcised, uncircumcised, barbaric. See, we're all one in Christ. We're, can, 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 can we say it any plainer? So ch- stop trying to divide each other. Stop trying. I know that we all don't have the same color skin. I know our ancestors didn't come from the same country. I know that we may have started off in our tradition, maybe even with different faiths or denominations or the same thing. Nevertheless, we're all here now. And this scripture is telling me and telling you that we are all one in Christ. Amen? So do not allow them to continue to try to... Listen, even in our own family... Boy, I'm going to preach and we're going to be here all day. Young people, stop listening to all of those things that are telling you that your parents don't know better. I'm telling you, they've lived a long life. They may not know exactly what you know or what you think you know, but let me just say this. I have to be, I, I am not the smartest man on earth. I know that surprises you. I'm not even the second smartest man on earth. However, because I've lived through something years, there's some knowledge to be gained. Come on now. But I could live to be 120, but if I don't get taught by the Holy Spirit, all that knowledge means nothing. Come on. All right, boy, we're about to go right now. Hallelujah. So we've got that straight. So now we can continue and go. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Now I'm going to read a little bit long. Some of it's going to be on the board. Some of it's not going to be on the board. But I want you to pay attention to the Word of God. Amen? All right. However, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would have not crucified the Lord of glory. Let me pause here. The the Holy Spirit is speaking through the Apostle, and he's saying that the wisdom of this world means absolutely nothing. And even those who, who are in power and appear to have wisdom, listen, if they truly did have wisdom, they would not have crucified. They didn't know. They, for all that they thought they knew, they didn't know. Come on now. So continuing now in verse 9. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love Him. Amen? Amen. But look at, what, look at what the Holy Spirit says through the Apostle after that. But, <laughs> but, God has revealed them to us through His Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. See, it hasn't entered into the hearts of man. Man doesn't have this on his own. It can only be spiritually ascertained. And what the Apostle is saying, or I should say what the Holy Spirit is saying through the Apostle, these deep things are able to be ascertained by a human, but only through me, God, and my Holy Spirit. Hallelujah! 
Hallelujah. So my brothers and sisters, we don't have to walk around spiritually dumb. We, we, we do not have to walk around spiritually blind in one eye and can't see out the other. It doesn't know. He's telling us right here, right now. He has given us this knowledge. He is revealing mysteries to us. Come on. Now let's continue. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit, capital S, the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Amen? So now let's look at the rest of this together in verse 13. These things we also speak, not in word which man's wisdom teaches, but with the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual But the natural man does not receive the things of the the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are are spiritually discerned. But he who is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord, he may instruct him. But we have the mind of Christ. But we have the mind of Christ. Did you hear me? We, see, don't hear me. Hear what the Spirit of the Lord is teaching us, what the Spirit of the Lord is telling us, what the Spirit of the Lord is giving us in covenant with God. Remember, we have this new covenant. We have this Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. I hope that was Brindley speaking. Come on now. We have this in us. We have this revealed to us now. We have this. We have what? The mind of Christ. But I want to go back just a little bit. But he who is spiritual judges all things. Does that mean that you and I have the right to judge per- personal people? And now, yes, we do. Try the spirits to spe- see if they be of God, but not condemn anybody. Not look down our nose at anybody. We look at people through the spirits so that we may be able to provide the help that they need. Not the help they think they need. Amen. Did you hear what I just said? Amen. See, that's what, the, that, see that's, that's what everybody else does. See, that's what everybody else does. See, we, we have the Holy Spirit working in us, working in us, and we judge by the Spirit so that we know what kind of help people need, not the help they think they need. I need money. No, 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 no. You need to find Jehovah Jireh, the one who provides it. Hallelujah. The dollar's going to fail someday. I'm telling you right now. We keep taking all of all China. We keep selling our debt to China and all that. And we keep printing money out of the Fed. Y'all keep, go ahead, hoard those dollars. Think, think that the, because your dollars are going to be worth less and less. And someday your dollars are not going to be worth a whole lot of anything. Now, let me go ahead and get, I am not a tax advisor. I'm not a, 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 a financial advisor. But here's what I am. I am a shepherd of the flock. And if you put your trust in money, you're going to lose. There you go. Said it, done. So now look, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. See, it's a good thing that that word that the Holy Spirit knew to put rightly in there because you're judged by everybody. And right now in this current climate and as we continue to go on and on, the judgment will continue to fall on you and me and anybody who has what they call a narrow view, a pinched view of the gospel. Because the gospel is being perverted. There are people in, there are people, that man that just got elected out of Georgia, you know, and he's a reverend. See, I'm not trying to make anybody mad, but I'm just going to tell you like it is. Because he's not the only one. He's a reverend. But he believes that it's okay to kill babies. He's a reverend of the Lord Jesus Christ. He reads and preaches out of the same Bible that you and I study. But he says that it's okay to kill babies. 
Okay now. But someone like that will judge me. And they'll say that my view of the Bible is narrow. My preaching is legalistic and dogmatic. All I know is I'm going to preach Jesus Christ and every word that He has said. And Jesus values life. God Himself forms all life in the womb. My brothers and sisters, I do not have the right to take anyone's life. Come on now. Nor do I have the right to say, you have the right. I'm not God. God has already made it clear. That that same philosophy, that same dictate, that same new Christianity is also giving permission or, if you will, uh, nullifying the command of God that says that, you know, one man, one woman. That command of God that says that He made a male and female, not 37 other genders or all this other stuff. Uh, listen, I'm not trying to pick on anybody. And if my brother or my sister, let me, let me rephrase that. My, my, my young person, my older person, if those areas have been areas that you've struggled in in your life, I'm here to tell you, there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. When you go to Christ, whatever mistakes you've made, whatever lifestyle you've led, He is more than sufficient to forgive you, to cleanse you, and to lead you on a path that leads away from that. Hallelujah. Now, I'm not going to stand here and say what a lot of those preachers back in the day used to say. He's not going to wave a magic wand on you and instantaneously everything is going to absolutely change. Could it happen? Yes, it could. According to His will, it could happen. I've seen people instantaneously delivered by many, many things. Addictions, sexual desires, many, many things. But it doesn't always happen that way. But here's what we have to do, my brothers and sisters. He made the covenant with us. He made the promise with us. So here's what I know according to what the Scripture continues to tell us. What? Put off the old man. He's wanting to renew you and recreate you. But you've got to put on, let this mind that was in Christ Jesus also be in you. Change your mind. Come on. Alright. Addie, could you put up that picture, that slide I had? Thank you. Renewing your mind. What do you see? What do you think? What do you say? What do you hear? What do you do? All of that plays in. All of that is part. What goes in What is what comes out. Amen? If I'm sitting in front of a TV, constantly watching things, that it affects my mind. My brothers and sisters, I've read some articles and some studies this past week, and it, it scares the daylights out of me in a good way. It gets my attention. The makers of these social platforms know exactly what they're doing. What started off to be just a money maker, a thing to connect people and make themselves a little bit of money, has just, you know, expanded. And now, because they think that they're wiser than everybody else, they're going to go ahead and uh, change the course of the globe. That's what it's turned into. Now, some of you are looking at me like i got three heads. I'm telling you, they say it. They're not hiding it. So that means as parents, as, as grandparents, as guardians, man, we need to get off and only use... You know what? What is the guy's name? Tony, uh, Kamoff. I can't remember. He, he, he was one of the original uh, uh, guys from Facebook. He will not get on Facebook. He said he's... No, Mark Zuckerberg is the, the original, but there was a guy with him. There, was, there were groups that joined with him subsequent to that. Do you know that Mark Zuckerberg, what, his, what they still uh, believe and what they say all around, part of their mantra is uh, something about uh, don't be afraid to break things. 
what, what, so what does that mean? And, and he, they knew that whatever, when they were doing things, don't be afraid that you're going to do this and it's going to turn out bad because that's the only way things change. We'll fix it later. Did you hear what I just said? So, look, so think about that for a minute. I don't care if what I do is not exactly the way it's supposed to be. I'll come back and fix it later. But I can't be afraid to break things. Think about that when your child is on Facebook all the time. Think about that when your young people are all the time looking at all of these social networks. My brothers and sisters, it is wrong. It's bad. I will continue to say it. And I know people that, why well, he's just an old-timey preacher. I'm telling you, it is wrong. It is bad. And it's messing with our children's minds. Do you know since 2011, there, have been, there are medical professionals. This is not Tony. This is not some kind of... There are medical professionals who say the incidences of more young people in emergency rooms centers around two things. Obesity. Obesity. And mental problems. Both brought on by what? But if we don't let our kids do that, then somehow they're ostracized in their schools by their friends and all this other stuff. Let me just tell you all something. Better we go ahead and teach them in that frame because it's going to get worse. Now, some of us aren't ready to do that because we're not ready to do that ourselves. Not just, putting, not just as it relates to putting down Facebook, but as it relates to being ostracized or looked at as being... By, let, me, let me just go back to the Scripture. By, by being judged. By being judged by all of these other human beings. There's only one who could judge me rightly, and that's somebody who is filled with the Holy Spirit. What am I doing? What's on my mind? Say, are you like Snoop Diggity Dog? You got your money on your mind and your mind on your money, whatever the heck that thing was. Huh? Is that what it is? Did did I get that right, anybody? Help me out, young people. Was it close? I was close. I had it backwards. I got my mind on my money and my money on my mind. There you go. Well, how'd y'all know that? <laughs> Boy, I'm going to tell you something. I'm gonna t- I got it right. At least I was righteous. I got it wrong the first time. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it's okay to have fun in church, but let's get in the spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. No, but you understand what I mean. But that's, that is the mentality. You know, what's on my mind? What is, what is my mind attached to? So here's part of it. And God knows us. And God knows. And God has put, made this new covenant where now we get our heart, the law of God gets written on our heart and He allows us to have this same mind that was in Christ. Let it be renewed. Let it be made new in you. Let it be made in you. Hallelujah. This is an awesome thing because without that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to fail. So let's go to Philippians. Philippians 2, because we're going to start to see a little bit like what this looks like. I know you all know what this looks like. I could preach all day long the same things. But let's, let's just, Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as of a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Not just dying, not just allowing himself to be executed, but allowing himself to be executed in a way that was just totally, it was just 
an abomination. It was like when you were crucified, you were low, man. You were low. At least Romans, they got their heads chopped off. If you were one of the low lowlifes, you got hung up, hung up on the cross for everybody to see you naked and all your... Are you with me? That's right. That's right. Amen. But then also you see the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul was a Roman citizen. He ended up getting his head cut off. Right? Because he was a Roman citizen. He was a different class. But my brother and sister, so you see, that, that all this to say that Jesus not only gave his life, but he gave it in a way that totally showed the lowliness that he took. The glory that he had, and then the glory, listen, and then the submission that he had in order to go low. Are you with me? Okay. But I want to read that to you again, but this time in, out of uh, a- the Amplified. I want to give it to you. I can't say it better than the Amplified. The Amplified, I think, really captured it very well. So that's why I want to share it with you. So here, listen to me as I read out of the Amplified. Let this same attitude and purpose and humble mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus. Let him be your example of humility who although being essentially one with God and in the form of God, possessing the fullness of the attributes which make God, God. Know what it's saying? He was God. He was God. He did not think this, equal, to be, this equality with God was a thing to be eagerly grasped or retained. You, you hear that? He wasn't so anxious to hang on. He, he was willing to give up that position, that doxa, that glory. Are you with me? Okay. But stripped himself of all the privileges and rightful dignity so as to assume the, the guise of a servant, of a slave, and that he became like man and was born a human being. And after he had appeared in human form, he, abused, he abased and humbled himself still further and carried his obedience to the extreme of death, even the death of the cross. You see that? So, okay, so let this mind that was in Christ Jesus also be in you. What does that look like? You've got to be willing to die for what you believe. You've got to be obedient to God to the extent that you're willing to give up your life to follow God. Ooh, it's quiet. Well, you weren't, you weren't you know, as jovial as when I said the Snoop Diggity Dog thing. Well, that's heavy. That's serious, isn't it? But see, my brothers and sisters, this is what this is saying. When it's saying that we're supposed to be renewed in the spirit of our mind and let this mind that was in Christ be in us, this is what it's saying. We have to be willing to be obedient to the Word of God, to God, to the extent that it's going to cost you. My brothers and sisters, it's costing our brothers and sisters in North Africa, in the Middle East, in China. It's costing them a price that we're not paying. But it's coming here and it's... Man, we are being marginalized out the wazoo right now. We are being marginalized. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. People who believe in the Bible and what it says and try to adhere to it are going to be called names, are going to be told that they're not smart. Kids, young people, please, if you're hearing me on recording, I'm telling you, please believe me. And I'm so glad that I have a relationship with my grandkids and it's not far away because they know their grandfather's not crazy. But they're going to be told that their grandfather's crazy. He's one of those extremists. They're even aligning guys like me with white supremacists. I'm not, I am not lying to you. I'm, t- I'm telling you. Read. Be informed. They're even aligned. Nothing could be further from the truth. But they're going to say that. Why? 
so that they're lining up against me. So that people will judge me to be their enemy. So people will judge me not to be a purveyor of truth. Not to be a representation of Jesus Christ in His truth. Are you with me? Those same people will talk things like, well, Jesus was uh, very political and he was, he was into social justice and He was into feeding the poor and all this other stuff. And no. He came bringing the kingdom of God. Not, listen to me, not to bring the American way, not to bring the Marxist way. Now, name your philosophy, name your, your view of life, name it. He didn't come to bring those views. He came to bring the kingdom of heaven. And the kingdom and the economy in God's heaven is different than any other economy known to man. So Jesus said of the things on earth, He said, the poor are always going to be with you. You're not going to solve that problem. But did He say also, well then just forget them? No, He did not. No. You who are rich, give to those who are poor. But here's what he didn't say. You who are rich, give to the government so they can give to the poor. Hallelujah. That's the truth. And that probably just got flagged somewhere. I'm not, I, listen, I'm not lying. I'm, not, I'm telling you the truth. This is how it's going to be. Pretty soon, these kind of messages will no longer be on fake book. At all. It's coming soon. Pretty soon, this kind of talk, this kind of preaching will be outlawed. Oh, you see? Some of you are, you're paranoid. And I'm telling you. I'm telling you. So what are we going to do? If we can't stay off of Facebook right now, or if we're, you know, our whole life is centered around getting on that phone and checking our, uh, you know, our, you know, how many likes we got, or how many, I want God to like me. I want God to approve of what I'm doing. You know, I, I want God... See, and we need to really get into teaching our young people the right way, but not... Um, listen, in no way do I mean to cram it down their throat or anything like that. You know, I've made those mistakes. But my brothers and sisters, what we need to do is teach our children the right way. We need to teach the poor how to get linked up with the provider of all of their needs. Yes, do we help them? Do we, do, we, do we feed the poor? Do we, do we help those who are in need? Absolutely. But we also become a, a link between them and the one who is truly the provider of everything that they need. We need to become that link. And we don't do it by compromising what he's taught us. To be honest with you, my brothers and sisters, if the government says, give me this, give me that, give me the other thing, I'm going to dish it out, that's the more I want to say no. Because you all are getting rich and the poor are still poor. The poor are multiplying, but boy, they sure are rich. Amen. No, I'm going to do it God's way. We're going to have personal contact. You're going to know somebody. You're going to know, we're all going to know somebody. God has put people in our atmosphere. And you're going to come to the church and you're going to say, Pastor Tony, I know this. Like it's happened so many times before. I know this. There's a need over here, Pastor Tony. Or we need to feed these people. Or we need to give a meal here. Or we need to give a meal there. Yes and amen. Restored hope. Yes and amen. We're going to give to these, these people. Personally. Personal contact. You're going to be the link. And we're also going to say, we love you. Jesus loves you. Period. Hallelujah. But remember, we've got we've to put on this new mind. Look at He lived. He lived according to the purpose that 
and plan of God, period. Didn't follow his flesh. He lived according to the single-mindedness, which also included his death. And he even had to, had to follow that plan of death. That's why whenever those, when we read those stories in the Bible and you know, he said things enough to make people mad and they wanted to stone him to death or they wanted, he just walked right through them. Yeah, you could come at me and you could grit your teeth all you want to, but if it ain't time, guess what? It ain't going to happen. Cancer, you can growl at me. Cancer, you could show me those, those canines. Cancer, you can, you can talk to me all you want to, but unless God tells me it's time to go, I'm not going nowhere. Hey, how about this COVID? You can lie to me. You can get in my face and you can do all of these, you can say what you want, but until God tells me it's time, it's not time. Hallelujah. He can walk right through the middle of them. They, weren't, they were so mad at him, they were looking to throw him off a cliff or stone him to death one, but he walked right through the middle of them. Ain't got time for this right now, boys, but I'll be back, and when I'm back, it's going to be on my time, not yours. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Following Him, have that same mindset that I'm going, I'm following after Christ. I'm following that, that trail that He's blazed before me. 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Hallelujah. Verse 17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. If anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. If you're, hallelujah, amen. I'm, oh, I'm so glad I've got some granddaughters helping me preach back there. Hallelujah. So th- think about this. Am I a new creation? Come on. Well, you didn't know me before, so maybe I don't know. <laughs> See, I, I could put on my Sunday jacket, right? And I could you know, put on a good presentation. The one who knows me best is the one that I'm married to. She could tell you what I was when I met her, and she could tell you what I am right now. She knows every secret. She knows everything about me. And she could tell you whether I'm changed or not. There's other people who knew me way back when, they could tell you whether I'm changed or not. And that's good to a great degree. But the one who really judges me, and it's all got to be based upon that link that I have between him and me by his spirit. It, there has to be this... this, this. See, but, and, and then when I've had that link, when I'm truly a new creation, it's, I'm born again. I'm a, new, I'm a new being. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all things are of God. What does that mean? Now, all, now my life, I'm living toward God. I'm, living, I'm more concerned with God in my life than me in my life. Are you with me? Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to Himself through Jesus Christ. See, now I'm born again and Jesus Christ has reconciled me back to God and has given me the ministry, or given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to Himself, not imparting their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Are you with me? Addie, would you put that? A long time ago, I, pre- I, was, I ministered a series. I don't even remember what the series was, but it was around Easter time and everything. And many of you have seen different versions of this same thing. I, this is one time I wish we were you know, live streaming video. Um, but you, you could see what this is. And, and you could see on the one side we were dead. We gained eternal life through the cross of Christ and His love. And you see that bridges that gap that allows us back into fellowship with God. Right? 
There's, uh, that's the only way is the cross of Christ. We've got to go to Christ, cross of Christ, repent, and at that, moment of re- at, at that moment when we go and renounce our sins, we're also listening. But come on, somebody needs to listen to me. We're also taking on His new life. We're committing to changing our mind about some things. Putting off the old man and putting on the new man. Which Right? We just See, that's why it's so important that we back it up with those scriptures that we've just been in. See, our end of the covenant is to put off that, that old man. But remember like last week, He gives us His Spirit and with His Spirit we now have the knowledge. We now have the knowledge. Our spiritual eyes are open. We can now see His truth. And now He also gives us the power to live according to that truth that now has been revealed to us. And and listen, He just doesn't say it and whisper in our ear and give us a mental disposition. Remember, He writes it on our heart. I love what those two... Again, i got to repeat what those two on the road to... Didn't... Listen. Didn't our hearts burn within us when He revealed the Scriptures to us? My, My brothers and sisters, this is more than just a head thing. When we're born again, we have to understand this becomes life. Are, are you with me? My words are spirit and they are life. Right? I know you've heard all of these scriptures before, but we've got we to gotta somehow put this into practice. We have to somehow make... Listen, we're, we're, we're being judged and we're being marginalized and it's going to get worse and worse. So we have to stay together, and especially if we want to have our kids and our grandkids have a fighting chance. Are you with me? Okay, so I, I know my, that's my... I don't know if you guys noticed this over the... Years, weeks, months, whatever, how long you've been with me? I am concerned for the young people. I am concerned for the young people. So now, there's this connection between death and eternal life. It's made through the cross of Christ. And, 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 and we see that in that scripture that we've just read. That Christ was reconciling the world back to Himself, back to God. Amen? And so now He's called us to be uh, these ministers of this reconciliation. Are you with me? Okay. So now I want to do. I want. I want. I want you to see this. Okay. Terry, would you help me? Yeah. Could you come up here on the platform? Because you'll see. All right. Uh, Al, can you come up and help me? Yep. We're going to do things right. I don't want anybody to say, "Oh, that Pastor Tony." Okay. So now watch. Here's, come over here. Terry's representing that great spirit, God, the Father. Stand this way, honey, just like that so everybody can see your beautiful face. So here's Jesus. You got, no, 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 hands. So now here's, here's Jesus, right? Now I'm connecting, I'm Jesus, I'm playing the part of Christ right now. So now I'm connecting humanity, Eleni, with God. So now we're linked up. This is the lifeline, lifeline youth. This is the lifeline. Amen? Okay, so now watch. Now let me go, go ahead, go a little bit further. Go ahead, try to walk off. No, baby. No, no, no. Are, are you there? Are you, are you there? Try to walk that way. No, 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 baby. No, 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 baby. But and now she continues to, f- because she's hearing the truth. She can hear me. But now when she stops hearing me, okay? All right, so now watch. Now, Terry's no longer God the Father. Terry's Jesus. And I'm me. And Eleni is Eleni. Go ahead, baby. Walk, 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 walk. No, no, no. That's why Pop-Up's such a pest. No, no, no. No, no, no. Are, are you with me? See, I'm now, now I'm the lifeline. You are the lifeline. 
Eleni may be the lifeline for somebody else. Okay, come here, El. Bring it here. Grab me my hand with Terry's. Uh, you, <laughs> Steve. So now I'm, I'm grabbing hold of Steve. Wait, you forgot to lather up. My bad. <laughs> okay, lather up. We're good. Okay, so now I'm the lifeline, but now not only me. Because Eleni and I have fellowship. Grab on, El. Not this one, this one. So now look. Our cord, what is it? Uh, three-strand cord is not easily broken? So now all of a sudden, this thing that he has on his life is much more strong because he's associated not with just one person who's purveying the truth. And now here's the other thing. Me and Eleni together are strong. I, I draw strength from her. She's drawing strength from me. Why? Because we're both hooked up to the same. Amen? Uh, okay, thank you. All right, stay here. Now watch. No, 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 her. Watch. Now, let's say, say, Eleni is playing the part of Michelle. Okay? You're Michelle for grandma right now. Okay, Mimi. <laughs> Mimi. Okay, wait. Now, don't do nothing silly because I'll squeal. She's a squealer. If you do anything, she'll squeal. She'll say something. Yes. Okay, now watch. All right? Now, for all of us married couples, this is not a marriage seminar, but let me just say to this, this to you. If I'm hooked up with Jesus and she's hooked up with Jesus, how strong will our marriage be? Okay, so y'all married people, stop trying to do it on your own. Stop trying, listen, stop trying to live separate lives. If you think that your husband's a dope, go to God. If you're connected with God, go squeal to Jesus about it and let Jesus lead you and He'll help you to educate your dopey husband. How's that? Yeah, you husbands, you think you have a wife who's a little bit harsh, a little bit cruel, doesn't pay attention to you enough? Come on, okay. Well then, listen, stay hooked up with Jesus. Stop telling her how cruel, how bad she is. Stop telling her that. Go to Jesus, squeal on her, and then let Jesus work it out. But you got to be the lifeline. you got to be the best Jesus that you could be. Oh boy. Oh boy. Come on now. All right, Alan, you play Alan again. Okay, now Eleni's Eleni again, right? Okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything I can do to keep Eleni or anybody like Eleni. And, and I could be you. So here we are, the church, and we're trying to be the lifeline, okay? All right. Well, I found something over here. There's a philosophy over here I'm going to hook up with. You know, there's some, there's some psychology or there's some newfangled thing that I'm reading online, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to hook up with that. Come on now. Come on now, that's right. But, but no, but no, 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 no. Are, are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. Listen to what the Holy Ghost is saying. Listen, parents, guardians, ministers, be careful what you're connected to. Eleni, you need to be very mindful of what whoever's trying to lead you, what they're connected to. Amen? Amen. How do we do that? I've got to read and pray. Yeah? So now watch. If I'm a person who thinks that there's somebody in the church... Now, listen, I I know I'm going to make people mad at me. If you're mad at me, please, forgive me. I'm not trying to make you mad. I'm just trying to preach what He's given me. If it's stepping on your toes, that means Holy Spirit is trying to minister something to you, okay? So now watch. Many times in the church, what we have are people who are zealous, but without knowledge and wisdom. So what happens is, you know, they've just come out of a situation and they feel good because they're around better people and they feel like they've got victory over this, but they've never really dealt with it wholly. So now, you're connected with them. What are they connected to? If they can quote a bunch of Scripture, that's great. 
Awesome. They need that. That's the only chance that they have. But if they haven't, listen, if they haven't purged that old man, if they haven't, listen, if they haven't forgiven what those things are, if they haven't left the past in the past, all we're doing is connecting this young, sweet, innocent girl with their past. And my brothers and sisters, that has led more people down the wrong path than Carter's got liver pills. How about that? My brothers and sisters, listen, it's enough is enough now. It's all about Christ. Christ fully. Christ holy. No variation. No newfangled. Oh, this new gospel. This, that, the other thing. We have everything that we need right in that gospel. We have everything that we need. God is not changed. He's not changed. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Yeah, but you know, but don't tell me nothing. Here's what I know. Jesus Christ crucified. That's what I know. And I know He rose from the dead, which, listen, which gave validity to everything that He did and said. And I know, my brothers and sisters, that I am reconciled back to God, and I have no business reconciling you or anybody else to anything else other than Jesus Christ and Him alone. Amen? Amen. But see, no, no, no. I, I need to go over here. Eleni, what are you going to do? So maybe we need to turn the tables, y'all. Maybe we need to turn the tables. Amen? Amen. God bless you. Thank you all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My brothers and sisters, I've been thinking about this for a week and a half. We are the lifeline. But what are we connected to? We are the lifeline. What are we connected to? How many... How many... How many people do, do, do we connect with on Facebook? How many opinions and how many things are we reading? How many things are now, listen, when we, look, oh boy. When we read something on Facebook, or when we, do we go ahead, are we quick to go ahead and say that? Yes. Some of this, fall, uh, now, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to let it rip. Oh, I'm going to empty this place. I'm going to tell you that right now. I, mean, I, I know what some of y'all put out there. I know what some of y'all put out there. And some of this fake stuff, some of this fake news and fake history that you all believe, is cr- it, it blows my mind. Absolutely blows my mind. Some of these pictures that you think are real and legitimate that aren't real and legitimate, but you take that as gospel, and you're going to go have that help to form your opinion. See, that's remember what we're talking about. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And so now the enemy of your soul knows exactly how to attack and he's doing everything and pulling out all the stops. Changing history. Saying things that are not true and presenting them as total truth. Building straw men. And saying that those people who have Jesus Christ in their heart and want nothing but the best for you truly only have a pinched or narrow vision of what this scripture is. My brothers and sisters, they're doing that and you're buying it. That's why I'm so intense. That's why I preach the way I preach. Because my brothers and sisters, I see things happening that just shouldn't happen, especially in the church, especially around my grandchildren, especially around your children and your grandchildren. Man, we need to go ahead and be the lifeline. And we need to be connected to Jesus Christ and Him alone. Hallelujah. No variation of His gospel. No variation. No feel-good version. He is what He is. He said what He said. And it will always be because it's forever and ever. And you and me cannot change it no matter what scientist, no matter what sociologist, no matter what Mark Zuckerberg or whoever, no matter what anybody says, His Word is forever. Will not change. Cannot be watered down. 
and not based on how I feel. I, I, I talked with a young man uh, uh, about two weeks ago. And it was right after New Year's. Because he said, what did you do on New Year's? I said, well, I was in church. <laughs> New Year's Eve, that is. So I was in church. And so, he, well, really? Yeah. And so he said, yeah, I knew you were religious. I said, no, I'm not religious. I have a relationship. And I don't want to you know, bang somebody with that to, to be like, to sound to them like I'm upset or I'm not. And, and so I explained it to him just a little bit. During the course of this conversation, this young man told me that he has familiar people, family, and some friends that are of different um, faiths, um, Islam, uh, Hinduism, Buddhism. And so now he's telling me basically they're all the same because they all preach the same thing. I said, uh, no, they absolutely don't. And so I had to try to tell him as nice as I could that Jesus says that he's the way, the truth, and the life. No other way to get to God except through him. And that also, uh, even some of these other faiths acknowledge, they, they all have to acknowledge Jesus in one form or another, but um, they, all, they all don't claim that he's God in the flesh, or he's the son of God even. And I, you know, but anyway, long story short, as we're continuing this conversation, I'm letting him know as gently as I could uh, how those other philosophies are not, they don't line up with what Jesus preached or taught. And so then, he said, well, I feel... And he's talked, and I let him talk. And then, you know, we're saying, and so whenever he said, how he felt, I said, okay, but here's what Jesus said. But I feel, but okay, but here's what Jesus said. And, you know, but, but God takes many forms, and God could be different to everybody. Here's the problem with how you feel. And I said, did you hear what, I want you to play back what you just said. I feel, I feel, I feel. You said it about three or four times. Okay, so your feelings are based on what? Life experiences, environment, some things you may have read, things that have made, have, have put, been inputs to your mind. Right? Right? So now you have all of these inputs to your mind, and you're saying, okay, now I'm going to form my beliefs on these things. Okay. So I have to be the one that bears the bad news. <laughs> but the problem is, it's good news. It's good news. Listen, for all of those negative... Sur- See, if you do that, I explained to the young man, if you do that, then you're setting yourself up as God. Here's the problem with that. If in your culture or if in where you live, you just say, hey, look, you know, if someone has a bunch and someone down the street doesn't have half of what they have, it's okay to go in their house and take what they have and give to them. Okay, but if in the culture, that's right. That's what it says. It should be that way. So I said to him, is that right? Would you want somebody coming into your house and arbitrarily taking what they think needs to go to the next person because they think it's right? Well, no, that's, that, that's not right. Yeah, but that's how they feel. See, you feel this way, but they feel that way, and God is different for everybody, so their God says it's right, your God says it's not right. Who do we believe? I rest my case. Okay, my brothers and sisters, so we have to have this being renewed in the spirit of our minds and it has to be the mind of Christ. And we have to be the lifeline to these folks. So stop, listen, I want you to think before you post the next Facebook comment, before you like these things that you're liking, ask yourself this. Does this line up with what Jesus did 
just in the scripture we read today out of Philippians. Does this line up with that? Is this being totally obedient and sold out to God? How about when we get in these political discussions and these, and, and, and these sociological, socioeconomic discussions? You know what? I know some of the things that you guys say and do. And I know some of the parties and some of the groups that you guys are looking to and getting information from and, and, and linking up with. Is that really what you want to connect your children to? Is that really what you want to connect? Do I want... To, do, listen, let me say it this way. <clears throat> People think that because my name ends in a vowel and I'm from the Northeast and you know, the rumor was that I'm connected. I got some you know, family member. You know, <laughs> okay, wait. It's funny, right? Because no, nothing could be further from the truth. Now, that doesn't mean I didn't have any family member. I'm not going to say that. But now watch. If, if, I, if I let that perpetuate, because in some way or somehow it makes me feel good, or you know, people are a little afraid of me, a little intimidated, whatever the case may be, if, if I'm allowing that, and I'm linking up, and I'm linking my children to that heritage, or how about this? I was born and raised a different denomination, which to me is not following the truth. But now if I linked my children up with that, how about if there was a certain historical aspect that I ascribed to that wasn't totally true. If you looked at it from one position, one point, yeah, but you take it out of context and that's, I'm, I'm teaching that to my children, so I'm, I'm linking my children up with that. I've got this, I'm, I'm linking, I'm, I'm, name the party, blue, red, yellow, whatever the case may be. I'm, I, I've been a Democrat my whole life. I've been, I haven't, so nobody write me or give me any dirty looks or anything. I'm independent. I'm not registered or anything. I'm just Tony. So now watch. Let's just say my family was Democrat. Their family before them was Democrat. Everybody was Democrat. Or everybody was Republican. Or everybody was pick your party. I, I, I'll do this one, the one that's not in existence anymore. We were Whigs from way back. That was the, <laughs> we were Whigs from way back. Okay, so now watch. So we, we settled that, right? So now I'm saying we were Whigs from way back. So now Eddie's my kid. Whatever the Whigs believe, that's what we're tied to now. Is that what you're connecting your kids to? The people in your social circle? Is that what you want them to, to see that you're connected with and connected to? No? See, and let me just... You can go ahead and you could throw up a couple of scriptures on your page or whatever, and you could say this or say that, but how you live your life... That shows what you're connected to. And sooner or later, all of those things, you're not going to be able to help yourself because you're going to be on that thing so much. You're going to like something, you're going to dislike something. You're going to block somebody, you're going to be friends with somebody. Everything that you do is saying something about you. What you're connected to, what you think. What you think. Are you with me? Did I go too long? No, I think I went just right. So now here's what I want you all to do. Stand with me, please.